the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Mark Honf is off again today. That rascal is traveling. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate is not uh, sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. you got to get your tan on, right? You get to be the summer months. You want to get that pre-tan before the regular tan? Uh, check them out. Today's uh, trivia theme is random trivia. Our special guest today is Mike Morangiallo of Bay Area Wealth Builders. Now, I've known Mike for a couple of years here, and uh, he runs this uh, Bay Area Wealth Builders, and you put on some pretty darn good workshops, i got to say. Thank you, Edward. Yeah, we've been meeting for 17 years now, as uh, as as you, if you can believe that. You so see, I guess we've been doing something okay. Yeah, and you've, seen, you've gone through a few cycles. Yes, we have seen a few cycles, uh, particularly in the uh, real estate market here in the Bay Area. Definitely. Okay. Good. And uh, Mark Cooper, you wanted to say something about the best of investing. Tell us. What oh, you that's we're going to jump right in here. Sure. Uh, Mark Cooper, HL Commercial. I do sales and leasing of commercial properties in Marin County and Sonoma. Um, interesting enough, I was telling Edward here before we got started that uh, one of my competitors actually approached me during the week, and he said, "Is H and L advertising on the radio now?" And I said, well, why do you ask? And he goes, well, you know, one of my clients said, what's H&L doing that we're not doing? They're on the radio. Yeah. And I said, well, actually, I've got a show that I do with Edward. Uh, it's called The Best of Investing. And the next question was, well, what do you guys talk about? And I said, well, we talk about everything. We talk about interest rates. We talk about opportunities. I said, in fact, I'm going to talk about what we're talking about right now, which is does H&L invest in, in, in advertising? And I said, we do something even better. We offer content and value to people that listen to the radio show, and, and Edward gives away some great prizes. And actually, there is a, an interesting office opportunity I was going to mention because people are running out of stuff in Marin uh, in terms of office spaces. Yep. The rates are going up and up. And uh, 505 San Marin Drive, uh, not my listing, but a beautiful property, and much more affordable than we're seeing uh, here in downtown San Rafael. The rates are great, and I've been putting tenants up into Novato, uh, plenty of parking, and, uh, and really nice buildings that have been remodeled up there, 505 San Marin Drive. So I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Yeah, I was going to say, because I want to find, yeah, I wanna find a little out later on. It's like, yeah, so, uh, and I'll get all the facts for you guys. So, Do so. I, Maybe I'll buy it before the audience has Well, this, so this is actually run. a building that's for lease that was recently purchased, oh, and, okay. and the new owners are doing some uh, fantastic renovations and really doing a lot of tenant improvements to, to build the spaces out nicely. So, okay. So that's the, that's the scoop yeah, well, there. We'll yeah. talk a little bit Absolutely. more about that. Now, uh, Mike, you uh, you actually have a lot of good things to go over here. Um, 
Well, I'll, I'll let you start off because you have a whole bunch of good stuff yeah, to talk sure. about. What do you want to start off with? Well, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of discussion if Congress can get something done uh, <laughs> in Washington about uh, tax changes coming, tax overhaul. And I think that, and you and I have talked a little bit about yeah. this, but for the audience, the last time that took place in the United States is 31 years ago. You know, yeah. mid-1980s. It's been that long where there's been major tax overhaul uh, of the tax code. So um, the question I guess a lot of people should be asking themselves is what is going to be some of the winners and losers yeah. and how is this policy going to be formed? And uh, there's a lot of discussion about what may be, you know, on the uh, on the chopping block or, or could be happening in terms of moving forward. Um, including things such as the tax deferred exchanging 1031 you know um code yeah we, and, we know at, at our, one of our brokers meetings we talked about that um we have a specialist yeah. in 1031 and it's amazing the impact a lot of people you know the average person out there says well who cares about that right but you think about all the very the escrow officers that you know title insurance the real estate brokers you know yada 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 it, it's not just one guy exchanging for one other building and it's like oh, who cares and it actually affects a lot it, it's gonna it's gonna really affect things if they change that 1031 exchange in, in, a, in a bad way in a bad way I mean I, there's uh, one one buyer or seller not being able to exchange could kill 10 other deals oh, because everybody's going from one to the other yeah good point yeah yeah, no, not not to mention the uh, the tax impact as well. I mean, yeah, and, yeah. and that's of course uh, one of the things that I think most people are looking at, and is that how can we minimize paying our quote unquote fair share or more than our fair share over time? And, and what is the definition of fair share, by the way? I, I, I can never get a straight answer <laughs> from people when I ask them that. I think it varies for different people. Well, according we uh, we used to joke that the original uh, 1040 uh, form used to just have two lines well the first one was you know how much did you make and the next one was send it in <laughs> so that's it. the fair share back then that's crazy um so that okay that potentially could be ending so that would be a bad thing what else uh, might be well uh, there's discussion about 121 which is the uh, 1021? 1021 1021 excuse me uh the um exemption that's uh, given you on gains if you live in the house two out of the last five years uh, that would have a major impact, I think, yeah. on real estate values if that, if that goes away. Uh, there's discussion about eliminating mortgage interest deductions. Um, now, they've been talking about that for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been talking about it. Again, many of this may get not get through. Some of it could get through. The other big thing I think that is a, could have a, a very big impact is the elimination of state and local taxes being able to be deducting those off your federal, federal. income. Okay. Uh, in high tax states like the Golden State, Connecticut, um, Connecticut New York, York, New Jersey, Taxachusetts, states of that, <laughs> states like that, uh, think about it. I mean, if you can't deduct what you're paying at the state and local level off your federal taxes, that could have a, a very serious yeah, impact. But you know what? There's so many people in the AMT that uh, they don't get the, that deduction anyway. But I know what you mean, though. It's uh, well, the death tax is being talked about eliminated as well. Well, like that's said, a good thing. I, and I think. you know what? I've said before, George Steinbrenner was very intelligent because he died in 2010 when there was no estate tax. Picked the right. He picked, picked the right. The right year. year. He yeah. did. Yeah, he he won the lottery in that's, that regard, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> or his heirs did. That's for sure. Um, tell you what, we're going to cut to a, a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go over some more of the pluses and minuses of these potential tax overhauls. Uh, want to make a quick mention here. So get this. I checked out um, the Transcendence, uh, Transcendence, I guess is a better way to say it, Theater Company's award-winning concert series, Broadway Under the Stars. Now, they performed at the Marin Civic Center 
uh, earlier in the year, and it actually was fantastic. I mean, I'm going to do it again. It returns to Sonoma Valley this year. Uh, you can experience world-class wine and picnicking, picnicking alongside sprawling vineyards all summer long, beginning June 16th. Uh, they're going to be at the Jack London State Historic Park. Uh, check them out because uh, you'll have uh, the Broadway performers from shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, and the Book of Mormon. Tickets and information at bestnightever.org. Check that out. Okay, so uh, here is our first commercial break tr- trivia question. What? And again, if you know this, don't answer yet. What color did the Hulk originally start as? Okay, so we're talking about the Incredible Hulk. We we all know he's green, but yep. there was a different color that he originally was uh, starting out at. And uh, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free Tan Bella certificate that's worth tan- five tanning services, which is worth about 150 bucks. You can uh, call 888-912-1190 with the correct answer, and we will get back to you. Don't touch that dial because the best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my co-host, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Now, uh, we asked the first trivia question, what color did the Hulk originally start as? I'm going to go with red. No. And I'm going to choose uh, something that's akin to home, orange. No, it was gray. Oh. He started off as gray. I'm glad they changed it to green. That's a lot better. uh, Gray Hulk. Yeah, I know. I'm so mad I'm draining all color from my body right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I would have never thought gray. That's like a dead Hulk. That was a hard one there. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, here I want to make a mention also for the Mount Shasta result. Uh, result resort golf uh, place. So, how far would you go for an unforgettable round of golf? The Mount Shasta Resort is much closer than you think. Um, enjoy the crisp mountain air, breathtaking views, and one of California's finest golf courses. Uh, and if you call five three zero nine two six thirty fifty for your tee time, you will receive a free green fee when you bring your driver's license and uh, during your month of your birth of your birthday. And that's so a beautiful part of the state. Too. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, oh, it's uh, nice up there. Also, you yeah. can go skiing up there at very reasonable rates, too. Yeah. So uh, check them out, MountChastaResort.com, for an unforgettable round of golf. Book your tee time now. All right. So uh, we are in the studio here with Mike Morangiallo, and I pronounced that correctly, didn't I? You did real well, well Edward, thank yes. <laughs> thank you for that. You're very welcome. So... Um, Mike, you've got some uh, uh, very interesting things about the pros and cons of uh, what may be coming down the pike for uh, changes in the tax code. So far, we've heard a couple of negatives. Any positives? Well, there's discussion about making it simpler, if there is such a thing. Uh, uh, Seven brackets to three brackets is what I've been hearing. Um, Again, all of this is conjecture right now until Congress does their thing um, and whether they will get their thing through. But uh, that is certainly something that's been brought up. Um, And and have they said what they're anticipating the three to be? The three brackets, I don't think it's been finalized yet. I know that there's discussion on the corporate side to go down to perhaps 15 or 20 percent. Which well, glad would, it's not zero, 50, and 100 percent. You know, that would, that's, that, that, well, right now, our corporate tax uh, rates are uh, among the highest in the, in the world. Yeah. So that, I think, does need to be addressed. And they're talking about um, uh, when, when they're going from the seven to the three. Is that only 
corporate? No, that's I think that's for that's to go for individuals. Individual, so that yeah. should again the idea is to create stimulus, yep. and uh, because our economy has been somewhat anemic, you know, the last eight plus or minus years, and and uh, I think that these are different. This is a different uh, method of attacking. Uh, uh, the economy and trying to create some pro-growth policies. How about the investment tax credit, bringing, bringing that back? Well, that would be nice, too. Um, or uh, even, uh, again, lowering capital gains. Uh, that would, I think, clearly have a, a stimulative effect also. So or I, eliminating I, capital gains. Okay, so yeah, exactly. Now, I remember many years ago when the st- stock market was high, but this is before the uh, d- downturn of 2007, 2008, etc., um, uh, you know, real estate was high and the stock market was high. And we sort of did kind of a, and I say we, just some colleagues of mine, we kind of sort of gently figured out that the entire United States deficit could have been wiped out in about two years if you would have lowered the capital gains tax to about 9%. You go, how could that be? Well, you get these super uber, uber wealthy people, let's say like, uh, uh, Zuckerberg, as an example, right? He owns Facebook at a, at a penny, and he's, he says, "I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sell if I have to pay twenty percent or fifteen percent tax." But at nine percent, that's low enough to where he he would a guy like him would bite the bullet, get a stepped up basis, pay the tax, be done with it, and yep. that that's just for stock. Could have been you know real estate that's been held in the family for a hundred years, etc. Uh, but there's a nice politician, I don't remember his name, but he's uh, uh, on the left side, let's call him, uh-huh. who says, basically, kind of sums it all up. He says, I don't care if it destroys the economy as long as the rich pay taxes. There you go. And there, there, and that's what, there you go. Exactly. And that's why tax, capital gains taxes don't get lowered to those rates. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. There's one variation of that is the repatriation that's being discussed of bringing money overseas back into the United States, uh, where there is, um, uh, you know, anywhere from estimates from two to five to six trillion dollars that's uh, over in uh, other countries uh, by companies that, you know, are based here, but yet they don't want to bring it back to the United States because of the high tax rates that we have. How can we blame them? You know, people, oh, it's un-American. Well, you know what? Just lower the taxes. I, I just, I get, this is one of those hot topics for me because, yeah, again, you're passionate I, here. Yes, you're passionate. I am. I mean, I'd rather have 1% of a trillion dollars than 99% of $1,000, you know. Well, I, I'll, I'll just leave you and your audience with this thought, and that is that it's been said that one of the things that also lacks in uh, in terms of critical thinking is that uh, that's part of the national deficit that we have uh, coming out of Washington. There's a lack of critical critical thinking going on, and uh, but uh, these these this tax code, if it does come, and there's some changes that take place, uh, I, I think all of us and certainly your audience needs to be thinking, you know what. And how will that affect my investments, and particularly my real estate investments? Yeah, good, good point. Um, and uh, yeah, you you you're talking about the death tax. That yeah, uh, did that, we just say that off air? Did we? We know we mentioned it. That there's the one of the proposals is to eliminate it, yeah. which I think is probably a good thing because uh, yeah. I think that's the ultimate insult. You know, you exactly. you accumulate, you accumulate, you accumulate. You pay taxes, probably pre-tax money, uh, doing that accumulation, and then when your demise takes place, you're then being taxed at probably some of the highest rates too, depending on the size yeah, of your yeah, state. Yeah, I mean, on what basis? I think the Beatles were right, right? They're going to tax the air you breathe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, there's, there's there's no concept for me as to why they should say, oh, when you die, we're, we're not going to let your heirs have as much. We're, you know, we, we've just decided to take it. 
I'm just I'm just in one of those moods today. I, I gotta say, I'm just in one of those. moods. You're hot and bothered about it. Yes. I am I can hot say. and bothered. I don't like. Stop taking all my money, right? It, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. You know what? We've got about another. 30, 40 seconds before we have to go to another break. Go ahead, Mark. So uh, last uh, last month we had the announcement of uh, take a selfie in front of the HL commercial sign. I remember. Uh, friend me on Facebook, tag me, and you win two free movie tickets. So I want to award these two movie tickets to Edward Brown, yes. the best of investing. <laughs> the fans go wild. Who got the movie tickets. You, uh, Thank stood, you sir. F- stood in front of my sign at 818 Fifth Avenue. We did, did have a second winner. Jay Pacheco was over on Francisco Boulevard, and he uh, got two free movie tickets. Uh, remember, tag friend me on Facebook, do a selfie, and tag me in the picture. You win two free movie tickets. And I appreciate everybody that's played along there. And I got to say, they are real. I do. He actually does do that. I, I that is way that. cool. That's really cool. Very yeah, cool. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I think I'm going to do this every day. No, no it's I'm, one per customer. Oh, one man. What a per rip customer. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's our second trivia question. What model was married to musician Billy Joel? That's a little easier oh, for, I got for those who are a little bit older like me. All right. So, uh, uh, phone number is 888-912-1190. Be the first caller. Get on those phones really quickly. If you're the first caller, you win that free tanning certificate worth about 150 bucks, I believe. Uh, don't touch that dial. Best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Second trivia question. What model was married to musician Billy Joel? Ooh, ooh. I've got this one. Mark Cooper. Okay, so the year was 1989. I was living in Keystone, Colorado. I was working in a ski area. My brother, my brother, my buddy was a Domino's pizza delivery guy. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? So he goes, you're never going to believe who I just delivered a pizza to. I rang the doorbell, and Christine Brinkley, the supermodel, That's it. answered the door, Christy and Brinkley. I delivered a pizza. I said, how did she look? And he, he goes, well, she was kind of in sweats, and, and yeah. her hair was messy and all that stuff, but it was Christine Brinkley Christy married Brinkley, to Bill, yeah. Billy Joel. Is still he beautiful. still married? Still married to Billy Joel? No, I don't no. think so. No, I don't think that lasted that long. <laughs> no. That was prime time Christine but, Brinkley, though. That's but but uh, yeah. to Edward's uh, point, uh, yeah, she still looks mighty fine. Yeah, it's like uh, Kathy Ireland. I've uh, had her on the show before, and uh, she, she's one of those women who's aged. I think she looks better now than she did when she was a swimsuit model. They say that about wine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, My wife actually better. looked better uh, after we got married, too, because she kept in shape. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, you know, Mark Conf isn't here, but I did want to mention a deal of the week that we're looking at. So there is a property in San Francisco. There's a first mortgage of 360000 This borrower needs a second to pay off his current second, as well as pay off some old bills, back real estate taxes, etc. Because he, he basically is, he lost his job. No bank will give him any money right now. He's got a bunch of tenants in there because the place is large. So he's got like three or four people paying him like $1,000 a month. Plus, he's about to get a job pretty soon. That'll still pay him, you know, 100 grand a year or whatever. The problem is that even if he gets the job today, no bank will give him any money because he hasn't been working at that place long enough. The issue is, you know, how much can he borrow because of the fact that how's he going to make the payments? 
So we're looking at giving him enough money to bank about 11 months' worth of mortgage payments, and we're still going to be very well secured on the property. So the interest rate the guy's going to be paying is over 10%, and the loan-to-value is going to be under 75%. Um, He thinks that the value is a lot higher. The appraisal came in a little bit low, so we're kind of discussing that. But basically what we're looking at is a pretty well-secured it's an okay area in San Francisco. It's not, you know, Pacific Heights, but it's an okay area. And if we had to take it over, or if Pacific Private Money had to take it over, you know, they could easily flip the flip it and actually. But make are money. you guys are in first position or no? Second? We'd, we'd be a second. You'd be in second. Yeah, okay. but it's uh, the the first is only three sixty. Mm-hmm. So it's it's and and the second he's looking for is probably around two hundred and something thousand. So it's it's a decent ratio. Nice. Yeah. And uh, that's the sort of investment that uh, Pacific Private Money gets involved yeah. with. And uh, this one happens to be a second, but usually they do first. And they keep the loan to value under 70% usually, you know, unless the area is a specific one that they know well enough that they can do 75%. And uh, for more information on uh, investing your money with them and getting a decent return at a very conservative value, 415-883-2150. That would be uh, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money. All right. So, um, Mark, what else did you want to cover? I think we had a, we had some email, email oh, question. Oh, yes, we yeah. did. That is correct. Okay, so an email comes in. It says, why are office rates so high now? For years, our lease was $2 per square foot, and now rates have jumped to over $3. Oh, okay. Great. This is a good one. Easy. What do they say? Softball? So, yeah, um, yeah, Mark Cooper, HL Commercial. I do a ton of leasing here in San Rafael, and uh, we talked about this before on the show, that uh, Biomarin purchased several buildings here in in San Rafael and kind of booted out those tenants when the leases were gone, and we're very happy to have them here. But what that did was cause uh, a lack lack of available space in, in San Rafael, and that pushed up the rates. Uh, and all of Southern Marin was seeing that. So uh, I'm, speaking, I'm seeing spaces in Larkspur, you know, $5 per foot. No per, way. $5 per foot per month or $60 for those of you that uh, see annual wow. rates. So folks who have been in a building before and it turned around, they go, oh, my God, six, you know, $6 per foot. This is insane. Uh, so what do, what do folks do when they're used to paying $2 and the landlord comes and says, I want 4 or $5 per foot? Um, you know, what a lot of folks are doing, this kind of gets back to uh, I was talking about going to Novato. Um, my, I live in Tiburon. My current office is in is in Terralinda in the Vineyard. I've got a reverse commute. I drive I drive yeah. north yeah. in the morning. I drive south at the end of the day. So actually, going a little farther north is no big deal if you're going there for your office. So I would definitely consider Terralinda. I'd even look at this property like 505 San Marin Drive in Novato. Um, they've got 21,000 vacant square feet. They could wow. you could put a full. A full corporate office in there with tons of employees, a lot of free parking, no traffic. So I'd say hands down, that beats Larkspur, Sausalito with the traffic and the high rates uh, if you're in Marin. And you know what? When you get to a larger company like that, the majority of those employees are coming from Petaluma. Petaluma. They're coming from Roner Park. They don't have to be stuck in the traffic either. So I'd say definitely consider going farther north. I've had people kicking and screaming and go, I'd never look at Hamilton. And I bring them out there to Hamilton, and they love it. Oh, it's beautiful. They love Hamilton. And the rates are very competitive. Uh, We've got some great local landlords uh, that are willing to do tenant improvements out there. So I'd say... Pick a great commercial broker. Have them show you the market. Hmm, the commission, I wonder if I knew anybody. Commissions are paid by the landlords, and they're happy to bring good tenants. So. And have less stress. Absolutely, yeah. less stress. That's, so, that's a good yeah. point. How do people so, get a hold of you, Mark? Uh, 415-608-1036. That's my cell phone number. My email is mark, M-A-R-K, 
at hlcre.com. Hungry Lion Crosses River Easily. I love it. I, I remembered. A- A- HLCRE.com. <laughs> Hungry Lion Crosses River Easily. Very good. So, Mike, you are the president, right, of Bay Area Wealth Builders. I like to call myself the program director. Program but director. President's okay. Okay. okay you know, we're one of the today. founders. One of the founders. Okay. And um, I've been to a couple of your events, and I got to say that, uh, first of all, you're very knowledgeable, and I really appreciate that. But also, you, you'll invite speakers who are also very knowledgeable. Yeah, so it's not just a you know a typical you know real estate one. Hey, hey, how can you buy something? No money down. Blah blah. It's not that kind of. No, it, it no, isn't that no, type no. of a, a meeting. We focus. Uh, uh, we've been meeting as I said earlier for seventeen years, and we focus primarily on high quality education, uh, information discussion, and networking opportunities for both the beginning and seasoned real estate investor. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. I know you, mm-hmm. both of you guys, are, have been at it a while. We're always learning new things, yeah, and the markets are always changing, changing and the yeah. techniques are changing. So our goal is to uh, bring in uh, speakers on different topics that are in tune with what's happening uh, around us, and um, you know that might involve different topics of interest, such as foreclosure or management or financing or negotiation or buying or selling or leasing or optioning or managing property, and uh, we we have those speakers uh, share their experiences and their insights, and uh, it's been pretty well received. We don't always hit a home run every month, but I do know that there's uh, there's generally a, a good learning experience if you come and you come out. Well, usually I the ones that I've been to, there was at least a hundred people in each. Oh. In Where do you guys center. meet? We've been meeting uh, lately at the Best Western Court to Madeira Inn, right oh, off yeah. Highway 101, yeah. so easy to get to. And, uh, yeah, it's good networking. That's the other big thing is uh, is that camaraderie between uh, interesting uh, – between like-minded folks. Okay. And we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about that because I know you have an event coming up um, that we want to sure. go ahead yeah. and promote. All right. So here's our uh, third trivia question. Prior to the early 1980s, the Japanese automaker Nissan was known by what name? All right. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that free tan. But you know this one, too. Oh, you rascal. This one's not that hard either. Uh, for, it's 888-912-1190. Be the first one with the correct answer. You win that tan bell uh, certificate. Don't touch that though. We're going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last, not this is the last time we have one more segment. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Prior to the 1980, early 1980s, the Japanese automaker Nissan was known by what name? You know, I had a brain revelation all of a sudden uh, during the break. Dotson. That's correct. Nice. Remember the old Dotson 240Z? Right. That was, yeah, that, was absolutely. The, that was quite a ride. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that was a great collector's car. item there. Uh, yeah, yeah, and now yeah. it's a collector's item. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, being the founder of the Bay Area Wealth Builders, um, you have an event coming up? Yeah, we really do have a big one coming up. We're calling it a blockbuster educational event, and uh, it's going to be coming uh, to the Bay Area in October, October 21st, 22nd. It'll be held down near the SFO airport, and the uh, event is being called Busts, Booms, and Beyond, with a big question mark after the word beyond, because I think that's top of the mind for a lot of people right now. We went through a bus period. Uh, We're kind of in the 
the stages of a boom period, whether that's still going to run on or not, uh, time will tell. And I think the big thing that a lot of people are thinking is where do we go from here and what can we do to protect ourselves and maybe protect and save against some of these losses that we've maybe captured, uh, I mean, these gains we've captured over time. And so we're bringing in two speakers uh, they're kind of well-known in the educational industry, gentleman by the name of Peter Fortunato and another gentleman by the name of John Schaub. John Schaub wrote a wonderful book called Building Wealth One House at a Time, hmm. which is a, a really well-done well, well done book. And they're going to be the uh, two presenters, and they'll be uh, at this meeting. And it's rare for them to um, come to the Bay Area, let alone rare for them to teach together. So it's a wonderful opportunity for people to come out, uh, learn a little bit about their insights in this market and, and what their take is, and also uh, to get catch them. Kind of put you on the spot. Are there any benefits for our Bay, uh, our uh, best listeners. of investing listen, listeners? Well, there is there, an early registration. There, yeah, there is, and and thank, and thank you for that. And uh, there is a pre-registration incentive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always encourage people uh, to register early, because we give them a discount if they do that. And uh, that we have a couple of bonuses we'll we'll throw in. So we have that on our website, and uh, and they can find out more information on the class. Uh, it's uh, by going to our website, which is dub uh, dub dub dot b a w b dot info that's www dot b a w b dot info and then just click on the link for about workshops which, they, which stands for bay area wealth builders and i gotta say i remember uh, mark Conf did a uh, presentation one time uh, for your group you know and i was thinking well mark how, how would that work because you know mark usually does uh you know 70 percent or less loan to value and uh, the way he worked it is uh, he explained to these uh, people there that the attendees is, you know, if you're thinking about buying real estate, you don't have enough down, you know, talk it over with a couple of people you want to get in with, and then you'll have, you know, be like a joint venture. Because Mark mm-hmm. himself maybe doesn't do a joint venture. He'll just be the the, the bank, basically. Right. So Joe gets with Fred. They put together their 35% down, and then they have their little partnership. Still, no bank is going to lend to them, but Mark may because it's only 65% yeah. loan to value. So it's a good yeah. way. Yeah, it's to, a creative to, way of structuring yeah. a deal, you know, or doing some uh, stopgap funding, you know, to help get into a property if you lack the down payment, which a lot of yeah. people do in this market. They don't have the money to put well, down. Yeah, the other way Mark does it is a lot of people have a hard time uh, beating out these all-cash buyers or, you know, being able to close in 10 days. But Pacific Private Money does provide money quickly, and so people can go in with a, quote, all-cash offer, even though you're, they're using Pacific Private Money's, you know, 65%. So very very, very powerful. Very, if yeah. I'm a seller and I'm looking at that and weighing it against other offers and I see that the that there's backing that, you know, is behind the offer, yeah. I think that's going to carry a lot of weight with me uh, as, as a prospective seller looking at a buyer. So you may even get a, a discount off the price compared to other people who are, you know, well, I'll make a contingent offer, but I'll give you $100,000 more. And they go, yeah, no. <laughs> or, or sell a carry, for that matter, when they just want to cash out. Yeah. You know, they're just like, hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mark, what else you got for us? Uh, oh, I know. You know what? There was another question that came in that's probably right up your alley. And it says, what is a load factor? And does that make a difference to what a tenant pays? Oh, that's a good question, too. So we're back to office leasing here. And uh, I'd say in a nutshell, a load factor is an architectural measurement to offset the common areas of a property. Um, I have a building in Terra Linda where the doors are on the exterior of the building, so there's no... Your, your exterior door goes right into your unit. We have no sure. load factor. So a 10 by 10 room 
is 100 square feet. I'm just yep. using easy yep. numbers here. And uh, 100 square feet is what you pay for. It's two bucks a foot, and you pay $200 a month. Um, this building that we're in, 1004th Street here in San Rafael, um, they may have a, a 15 18% load factor. Let's yep. make it 20 to make it real easy. Yeah, I think so at least. At, <laughs> yeah, so at 20% load, you've got a beautiful lobby, elevators, bathrooms, conference room downstairs. You can borrow you know, yeah. if you want. But what they've done is they've added to your square footage, your usable square footage, by that load factor, adding a percentage. If your load factor is 20%, they've added 20% to that, and you pay rent on that portion. Gulp. Yeah, so uh, so that's something to factor in. So if someone says this is 10 by 10 square feet, you want to figure out, is that the usable square footage, which includes the load, or which is it's the actual square footage, or the rentable square footage, which will include the load. Yeah. So that same 10 by 10, they'll call it 120 square feet, and you'll pay two dollars a foot, and you're going to be paying two hundred and you know two hundred forty bucks versus the the two hundred dollars yeah. rent uh, to make it real easy. So, so it, uh, what I'm gathering from this is you need a good real estate broker to analyze that to compare apples to apples, and also give you some advice. Yeah, and, and, and I take a good look at it and figure out what the load is. I go in and I I use a laser. I measure the actual square footage, the the usable square footage of the space. I'm asking what the load factor is, and and what I like to do is. If it's off by much, I argue. If it's if it's bigger, I keep my mouth shut and don't say anything. If I'm representing the tenant, how often does that happen? Um, you know, more often than you would think. Sometimes uh, older buildings, yeah. older buildings, mom and pop operations, they'll uh, they'll say, "Oh yeah, this is a thousand square feet." They give you some exact number, a thousand square feet, and I look, it's all you know irregular. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I we had one where we actually signed a lease, and it was represented as a thousand square feet. The owner wrote the lease. There was no disclosure about that. We have a lot of disclosures. One disclosure might say uh, the the Measurement of the space is not an exact science. Uh, landlord and tenant agree that the price for they're paying for the space that they're getting is what they agree to. Yeah. And if they it's determined that the square footage is off, they're not going to argue about it. Gotcha. Now, this landlord wrote his own lease. That clause was not in there. We were told we were getting 1,000 square feet on San Anselmo Avenue. Turned out we were getting 800 square feet Ooh, at $4 per foot. Oh, that's so, a big difference. So uh, luckily, before we occupied the space, we went back to the ownership and we said, what's the deal here? And he goes, oh, everybody, it's always been 1,000 square feet as far as I could remember back. you know. And luckily, we got, we addressed that. We had an amendment to the lease because the square footage calculator was so off. And uh, we took care of that. So so that's the scoop uh, today. Load factor, usable and rentable square footage. And uh, get a good broker to help you negotiate your lease. And that good broker would be me, yeah. Mark Cooper, <laughs> HL Commercial. Thank you. <laughs> I got to say, that's a, that's one of the reasons I have Mark on the show is because he actually is a very good real estate broker. And these leases have become so voluminous lately, haven't they? Oh, with, oh my gosh. Well, with the, two disclo- pages my, the offers that we're writing, a pretty straightforward offer is about 28 pages with the disclosures for an offer, to, a proposal to lease for a space. Uh, and then when the leases come back, you get all kinds of exhibits, addendums, disclosures, building rules and regulations. Uh, yeah. And uh, if the landlord's writing their own lease and it's not a standard form, that's where the tenant really wants to take a good look at that and make sure yeah, uh, that's what they argued with. And sometimes we get the attorneys involved because I'm not was, an attorney. I was just going to ask about I'm that. not an attorney. Yeah. Um, I can make sure that, that what the lease that comes back is what we talked about, but when additional language is in there, yeah. uh, that might be a good time to get a, a good uh, real estate attorney involved right. to get the language in there. At San Anselmo, we've got some flood language in our leases. What happens oh, if the place floods? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right. When we come back, we're going to have some uh, closing comments. Uh, also, uh, I think, Mike, there's a couple things uh, left on this that uh, you may want to cover. 
Yeah, we can uh, take a trip down memory lane about memory some lane, of the, exactly. the things in the past that perhaps some of the audience remembers. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. All right, so you're listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. We've got my co-host, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial, and our special guest, Mike Marangiallo of Bay Area Wealth Builders. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. What do you you see in the market nowadays, Mark? You know, I'm working with a lot of uh, uh, 1031 exchange folks, and some people are really cap rate driven. So for those those folks, um, Tractor Supply just came up in Petaluma that I like. It's a, it's a retail deal. It doesn't include the ta- Tractor Supply, but the other retail spaces in the same center. That's looking good, about 6.5% return. And then a, a Dollar General just came up in California, and that's about another 65 And uh, that's a double net. It's not a triple net. You guys know the difference? No, share it with us. Yeah. I'm what, what curious. One of the one of the ends. So, I know it's one less. One, one less end. So, yeah. so we're talking about triple nets. We're talking about uh, net taxes, net insurance, and net all other expenses. Like so, yeah. yeah. So in this case, uh, this this property is up in the Sierra foothills, and uh, the landlord is maintaining the roof, the parking lot, and snow removal, okay. which can get costly. Uh, so uh, it's still a pretty good deal. And if anybody is selling one property and looking to do an exchange, I'd love to talk. To them. I'm seeing some interesting stuff here in Marin in terms of multifamily. And oh, then we look cool. all over the Bay Area and California for triple net deals. So so that's pretty good. And uh, there were, I think that we were talking about financing at the break, too. Yeah, yeah. about uh, the quality of the lease and, and how bankable that is. And and uh, if, is it financeable? And, right. Uh, so, so what we're seeing... Uh, Oftentimes, they look at the property. They're also going to look at the borrower and make sure they're not over leveraged. Um, banks don't want to see a, a property that's going to go dark. And there's corporate leases versus franchisees. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dollar General is a corporate lease. Uh, we're seeing a lot of kind of like Taco Bell, Wendy's, uh, you know, chicken, fast food is good. Um, what we like to say for the triple nets is you don't want something that's sold over the internet per se. Um, the nice mm-hmm. thing about those dollar stores is, you know, people aren't buying stuff for a buck and waiting for it to come on Amazon. Uh, this is a sure. different type of business. Uh, yeah. Paint stores are good. Auto supply, they can't ship paint or oil over the internet. Right. Yeah. So those are good. And uh, each year of the lease, the value of the property actually goes down a little bit yeah. versus anything else that's going to appreciate until that tenant renews again. Yeah. They are bankable, but it, tend, it depends on the strength of the tenant uh, financially. Is it corporate? Is it a franchisee? So and what else have, is going so on? So even if they have an option, that doesn't really help because you don't know if they're going to exercise right. it. Yeah, option's not great. In a lot of places, they can just build a new one across the street and sell that as a new triple net, and then you've got a vacant building. Right. Don't scare me like that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it assumes the land is available, though. If oh, well, that's true. It, well, and it, oftentimes the Dollar Generals. There's one every five miles. Yes. But if you're uh, looking for multifamily in Marin or triple nets all across California or other states, uh, I'd love to talk to you, especially if you're doing an exchange. And we do a lot okay. of them. Give out your information while we're yeah. Talking. Mark Cooper, HL Commercial four one five six zero eight one zero three six. That's M A R K at H L C R E dot com. Hungry lion crosses river easily. See, I remember that. That's a good. Ta- that's a good tagline. And uh, Mike, I want to thank you again for for being with us. Yeah, thank uh, you for having one, me. Yeah. One quick, give us one quick memory uh, lane of taxes. Well, if you were, if let's say, I'll throw out the acronym ACRS. I remember. Accelerated, uh, accelerated cost, cost recovery, recovery system. Because when I got my tax degree in uh, 1981, that was just coming 
into play. Yeah, 15-year depreciation on an accelerated basis. What that did is it spawned a lot of people to be making investments for tax losses because at that time you could offset – Income against all kinds of losses. And the rates were a lot higher, too. And, of course, we know what resulted when they made the changes in that code. There was some changes in the real estate market after that. So, uh, again, people should study this, pay attention to it. It's very profound uh, what what could be happening around the pike. And then uh, the Tax Reform Act of 86 came out. TEFRA, Tax Equity and Fiscal Responsibility Act. I These are like what? test questions. That's here. right. We, you know <laughs> what? When I was in college, we were working off the code of 1954. Oh, boy. But they hadn't changed it until 80. 86. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Because even 81, they they changed, but they didn't complete the whole code. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to cut out for today. Here's our thoughts for the day. Jimi Hendrix, the wise musician, said, knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. Pretty good. And Norman Thomas, I'm actually not sure who that is, but he said, the secret of a good life is to have the right loyalties and hold them in the right scale of values. I like that, too. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.